What up, y'all? It's Shaylev. NVA. And this is Girl, What's Up With That? Your weekly check-in with your best friends in your head. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? Oh. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Hey. I remembered it two weeks in a row. Woo! <laughs> so excited. Because I be struggling, y'all. I really do. This is the most wind. I was gonna say this is the most Friday feeling Wednesday. It does, cause guess what I did today? What'd you do? You went trick or treating? Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the kids were supposed to go trick or treating, and I was going to, and I was like, "Shit, let me get some candy." Well, all right. And somebody said, "You gonna share your candy with us?" No, no, cause they Hello? Shit got locked up. I'm a big ass kid. And I said, trick or treat just gotta come to my house too. What's up, y'all? We're here. (laughs) It's another week. We made it. Barely. It really feels like it's Friday. I it just feels like it's Friday. Like it's only Wednesday. It feels like it's Friday. I've been really productive at work. Mm-hmm. We oh you know why you know why we're tired we went to the parade on Monday that's why me, 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 me. I was like why do we feel like this because we went to the parade on Monday y'all let us tell you about that thing okay man it was it was a time I'm I'm mad we missed two chains are you are you mad because I know two it took two chains a while to come out there I mean yeah time wise I would have been a little irritated but out of all the performers and people that have been to Dre's for somehow I always missed well I know how anyway but I always miss two chains so I thought it was cute and I also love the fact that Sid Coulson is is a fucking fool and felt the need to be everyone's background dancer mm-hmm. five six seven eight yeah <laughs> night night hopefully they are resting well I would hope so Hopefully they're resting well. So the price of the tickets just went up, guys. So if you don't have your tickets, I suggest you get them. Yeah. Your season tickets, of course. Yeah. Shout out to, you know, you season tickets. The aces. So, yeah, that's why we're tired because we went to see the parade. Yeah. We started our week off with a big bang. We really did because I was like. When I texted you and I said I was home. Mm Mm-hmm. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I put on pajamas. I turned off every single light. I put Paris out and I went to sleep. I text you at 8.30. You did. Mm-hmm. And then when I was like, I'm home, I was I was still leaning across my bed, just Mm-mm. making no. noise because I had, I had the taller drink. So yeah, it no. took me a while to like calm down. I was good, ready to go into bed at nine o'clock and did not wake up until the next morning. I said, yeah. I was like, dang, should I take my Ashkawanda? Where is it? <laughs> I need my Ashkawanda mm. to calm the room. I didn't even, that's crazy. Now that you say that, I didn't take nothing. I ain't take no Ashkawanda. I ain't take no Z-Quil. I ain't eat a gummy. I. You was tired. The na- nature said, okay. <laughs> I... <laughs> Yes. Very interesting. So it was just a lot of people. It was. So I get the whole like, I'm not a people person. I don't want to people around people. I get it. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. Mm-hmm. Because there there weren't there were pleasant people and then there were not so pleasant people. Yeah. And so. not just not only not so pleasant people, there were people who like just had no spatial awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and that always like it makes me like uncomfortable but also it irritates me because it's like especially people who are super tall like sir you're six three you're too tall to not be aware of your space and like how you take up space Mm -hmm. so yeah because at the end of the day you need to know how much space you take up Mm -hmm. you can't walk through saying excuse me where are you going nigga there is nowhere to go why are you standing on the chair <laughs> what you trying to see? Like, right. What are you really doing? So, but overall, it was a fun time. We can say we did it. Yeah. It'll, so, when my they first hit and my three, last. When they hit that three, I'm gonna be at the house. I'm gonna say I'm gonna watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it on TV. Because I even asked my mom, "Did you see it on TV?" She's like, two chains. It's taking them too long." I feel like you could get a whole lot done. Like you could just turn it on for background noise and get to cleaning. Bas- basically, like mm-hmm. we don't need to hear all these speeches. Yeah, but it was a good time. A good time in the Lord. Yeah, fun times. Anything? I mean, I know it's only Wednesday, but anything exciting happened besides the aces and trick or treating? Oh, I got to go to um, a childhood friend. Okay. Um, because all the black kids went to the same private school, Maranatha Academy. Mm-hmm. I got to go to a childhood, a childhood friend's sneaker ball. So I did that on Sunday. On now, Sunday. Oh yes. I will say, uh, I won't say her whole name, but Jet is a little bit ignorant because for some reason, and I'm gonna post a picture. I'm gonna post a picture. She felt it necessary to pop her legs open like a hot pepper. For us to hold her in a picture like we are not children ma'am mm. you're pushing 40 like mm. happy birthday eat your cake mm. do your little dance and sit down, mm-hmm. sit down. but we entertained <laughs> it we of really course of you know i entertained it. i said throw okay. that leg on up here mm-hmm. <laughs> but that yeah. was cute and then of course i went to Kerwin's store because he celebrated his two-year anniversary mm-hmm. so that was cute too i just i like supporting people yeah that I mean that's true to who you are definitely yeah um I'm coming I had one final midterm on Sunday got an A woo I'm still rating on a grade from another one how long does it take child I told you I I'm, I don't know at this point because I remember I turned that paper in before I went to New York and I turned the paper in early because it was due while I was in New York and I still don't have a grade on the paper is your teacher still in the land of the living yeah Oh, I would have been asked for my shit. And to my knowledge, he only teaches this class. He just has an in-person version and an online version. I could be wrong, but he only has. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he going through something. Keep him lifted in prayer. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> speaking of prayer and hallelujahs, I have added my... <laughs> I already know. I can hear you now. I have added my last four classes to my shopping cart because enrollment starts November 7th. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so after some finagling, you know, some rate my professors, some some doing some some research, I have finalized my last that four classes. So exciting. Yeah. But is it is it your last four classes forever or I don't know because I like I want like I said I, I know I want to go to portfolio school and portfolio school isn't traditional higher ed. So technically no, 
but on a traditional track, probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Wow. Yeah. I know. Last four. I like, I put them on there today and I was like, wow. And of course, like, you know, me and Diego and then our other, our other homeboy, Derek, we try to do our classes together or someone have one person. If we can't, if our schedule for whatever reason, you can't do it. At least one person needs to take it ahead of the other. So we get to know what to expect. So, um, I think I'm first, like in general, seniors are first to pick their courses, but I, I think they also do it by GPA because oh. I think I have the first time out of everybody. Cause you know, they do it date and then time slot. And I think I have the first time slot. Oh, okay. Out of your little crew. Yeah. Well, I'm still waiting for Derek to text me back. So maybe not, I don't know, but I'm very high. Like I'm, it's very rare that I'm ever on the same day like whatever day enrollment opens I've never been on the same day and I'm on the same day this year hmm yeah that's exciting I know that's so exciting your last one class <sighs> I too am looking at higher education again and um <laughs> um I'm going to take a class in January or February I a gotta class? ease back into it a class in what um, it depends. I'm actually communicating with GCU and Capella. Cause it, Let me find to... out. We about to call you Dr. Johnson. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> that. It, I said it's another master's level class. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah. You say that, but you know how those black girls be. I don't want to be that black girl. Okay. I think that's we, we got to do an episode on the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Because you know, mm-hmm. you know, with the information that I got at the parade, I, mm-hmm. Yep. Got to, yeah. Got three days. I've had been having it for three days, despite having analytics at my current, in my current space, telling me that I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. I think sometimes we tend to, for, we got to just do an episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Because, you know, sometimes you'd be like, yeah, I'm the shit. But then it's like, am I? Am I? <laughs> and it's like, you know, you always hear be humble, do this. No, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Wait, do I want to say that? Like, so. Mm-hmm. No, I would not. I would not get a doctorate because I've had too many friends that have gotten psych D's or PhDs. And they've all said that they've done it just because people said that they couldn't. Or, and I'm like, what? You know, well, don't don't look at me like that because you know that's my favorite ministry. Oh, you said I can't what? <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> you know that's my favorite ministry. So I'm like, why would you go in the dead like that? Well, well, now you know certain places you can get people to pay for your PhD. Oh, for sure. So, especially in your for field, sure. I'm sure you can get somebody to pay for your PhD. I've had it offered before, but I was like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. okay, mm-mm. girl. All right. I don't want to circle back. Why would you? you we'll circle back. Get... No, because it was like a, it was like a new, totally different program mm. out of Arizona State. Yeah, I was like, I'm good. I I want to see somebody graduate and work in the field. 
And exactly oh. what do they do? You know? So oh. I mean I understand that. But the 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 pride the pride and the ego in me would have been like, what? The first? So that could that means I could be the first and then I could be the first woman and then I could be the first black woman? Oh, sign me up. <laughs> I said some I said some ain't making sense. <laughs> but yeah. Very interesting. Wow. So I might I might join academia. Stay in school, kids. Stay in you school. You never know when you'll get bored. And I did get my book. I did get worthy. Have not started mm-hmm. listening to it. Mm-hmm. I just downloaded it. So, so I probably can get it done in two days. <laughs> I'm at her 40th birthday. Did you listen to his book? Yes. Okay. So it's interesting hearing this same story from her point of view. Like to the point where I almost pushed pause to go back to his book to listen to it again from his point of view. Because knowing where she is mentally at this point in her life. Yeah. Everybody needs therapy. Every fucking body needs therapy. Everybody needs therapy. Also, speaking of people needing therapy, he said her name in his book, but I forgot. But shout out to Will Smith's therapist because, hmm, yeah, that's I'm I'm definitely gonna go back and listen to the chapter. What is that one? There's a content creator and influencer. I think her name might be Kita. Mm-hmm. Okay, she made a, a very good video. Oh, Kita's Kita's always on it. And she just explained, like, why are y'all worried about, like, girl, but how she broke it down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, you right, you right. Let me mind my business. Yeah, but here's the thing. So, I mean, we haven't gotten to our girl what had happened, but we are just talking about these this particular couple. I don't see white people outraged and talking crazy to Meryl Streep. Because her, oh, yeah. and her, her and her husband have been separated for eight years. And she's like, and I wish I would say something to me. And they still show up to red carpets. They still go to events. Because they- that's my motherfucking man. <laughs> but it's like, you know, for for white people, that's Hollywood royalty. For us, if we're being honest, like take your take your opinions out of it. Jada and Will, Jada and Will are black Hollywood royalty. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. God forbid they just be normal, you know. People. In need of therapy, full of trauma, suicidal people like the rest of us. Crazy. That that's what they don't want to show because mm. that affects their image. Mm. Who the people who make thirty thousand dollars a year? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Ooh, damn. <sighs> Y'all poor. <laughs> no. <laughs> That was so wrong. I'm sorry. Forgive me, Jesus. Ooh, child. Y'all ain't poor. Y'all making it. Listen, in this economy, you got to do what you can. You got to use what you got to get what you want. That's Ain't that about the truth? <laughs> that is that is such the truth, okay? Mm-hmm. You do yes. have to use what you want to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Me and a child today discussed open up a, op- her dreams of opening up a strip club. And I said, I'll give you the game. <laughs> Name it Chunkies. <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued, fascinated, and a slightly bewildered. Mm-hmm. She wanted to well, open a strip club. She has a business plan. 
Okay. She has a thought. Okay. I want to encourage that part of her wanting mm-hmm. to be an entrepreneur and do mm-hmm. things for herself because um, the biggest thing is ownership, mm-hmm. right? We yes, talked yes, about yes. that with Kerwin. And she doesn't feel like she has ownership in any aspect of her life, which okay. I can get. Okay. However, she knows she'll be given this type of money for so long. She's written down like how much she would have to ask a bank, what a building would look like. So the fact that she's even researching it, I'm like, girl, more power to you. And I told her chunkies because everyone has a fetish. So you got to be too something to do something. That's going to be the tagline. Or you could cater it to the disabled. Okay. Like have ramps. Like if there was an exotic dancer that was in a wheelchair, she could feel welcome in your strip club. Mm. Every everyone has a fetish. We don't kink shame. So she's like, that makes sense. Okay. So it's a real cute proposal. I don't know who gonna give her that angel money, but <laughs> she got some time. She got some time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You got. She said she wants something. to open it up in Vegas because. Oh. Vegas, people come here to party and live out all their crazy inhibitions. I said, okay. All right. So I, like a woman with a, I would like a woman with a plan now. I said, okay, this is going to be really great in five years when you of age. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. Let's get into this party. Uh, I'm not sure these are the children that Whitney was talking about. We know that, girl. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> me. It was you. It was us. <laughs> Must we go into it any further? Oh, okay. Lord. Okay. It was us. Mm-hmm. Whew. Okay. A lot of people, I heard she eat one cracker that day. Oh, girl, I heard the American Tim and started to go tree. I heard the bitch got hit by three zebras in a month. I can't stand it. Oh, no way. Girl, what happened? What you see this week? Girl, what didn't I see? Let's just get the sad. Hold on, because I know. Let's oh, you got sad news? We Yeah, we got every. It's. Yes. Yes. What? Richard Roundtree is dead. Oh, I did see that. Shaft, so he is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just talking about Shaft. (laughs) Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, he was in Roots. What, like, we're just saying Hollywood, Black Hollywood royalty. Richard Roundtree. Yeah, and I understand. I knew he was sick. Yeah, he's battling cancer. Because uh, the one show with um, the black the black twin Tia is it Tia Tia Mari is mm-hmm. she the black one? Mm-hmm. So she has this black show on Netflix. <laughs> Ooh, golf family reunion, mm-hmm. and he is the dad. Yes, um, and he hadn't been on as often because mm-hmm. he had some health issues, and you know it always takes me back to how people reacted with T'Challa with. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Mm -hmm. How they reacted with him. And I'm just like, oh, I hope no one says anything crazy. Just hilarious. But nothing was said crazy. Um, So, oh my God. So, you know what happens in three. So, who else is going to go? Who's 
uh, was he are you saying he's one and we got two more or somebody do else? we have two more or did we lose two before him hmm i don't i don't remember now yeah it happens too often Damn. but that that is kind of sad so rest in internal peace Definitely, definitely, definitely. What else? What you see this week? Now that we didn't got the boohoo's out the way. Now that we have gotten the boohoo's out the way. So guess what? What child? He may not be my man no more, <laughs> but he has been vindicated. Mm-hmm. Because I don't even know her name. But her, she, her last name is Jabari. That's all I know. Congratulations, Jabari. But she, she she was arrested for assaulting him. So here's the got get you gotcha. Because I too oh. have information about Jonathan Majors. But he, and, he still has a trial date though, right? Yes, his trial was today. Oh. Um I too have news about Jonathan Majors. I have two things about Jonathan Majors. Do you want the wait a goddamn minute first, or do you want the well, now, how does that work first? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wait a goddamn minute. Okay, so the wait a goddamn minute is Jonathan Majors and Megan Good are reportedly married. I saw that, but I didn't believe it. Yeah. I thought she didn't want to get married. That's why she divorced Devon. The the two him was probably quite silent. Like, I don't want to be married to you. That part, the two you was probably silent. <laughs> Jesus, because he did refer to Megan Good as YC. Yeah, no, he as the missus. Oh, as the missus. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking myself, missus, what? What's what type of? This ain't no slave movie, boy. I mean, at least he didn't call her his old lady. I don't like that. Me either. You, that was that you. was a conversation. That was a conversation. Don't call me your old lady. No. I'm the fun one in this relationship. You don't get to call me old. <laughs> How you feel if I say old man? Oh, that's just my old man. I mean, I do call him an old man, but it's valid for multiple reasons. Oh, okay. He got gout. No, he's just old. Oh. <laughs> Older. Oh, I don't okay. care if it's six months. You're old. <laughs> I guess. Go off then. So um, the old hell no was the fact that he... What now? The way he's to goddamn minute is that he's married. Now, the how does that work portion of this news is the DA in New York has come out and said that Ms. Jabari, in fact, is not being arrested for assault to Mr. Majors. Now, we know I only dabbled a little bit in law and my law was about the First Amendment, but I'm pretty sure... If someone is arrested and it's documented that they have been arrested, why would you then come out and say they have not been arrested? Yes. Um, The DA is also trying to get the video of Ms. Jabari in the club partying shortly after the altercation, um, trying to, for my understanding is trying to get that removed from evidence because major's legal team leaked the video to the press. Yeah. So like I said, how does that work? I mean, it's not like it's too many 
Very too much going on. Right. Yeah. Which takes me back to what I said when this whole thing started, that I'm just going to sit back and wait, just like Disney, because Disney learned they fucking lesson with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Y'all don't want to do that again. Right. Because um, And I said this a few episodes back. Once that video came out and she was out at the club partying and using the hand and she swore he broke, people got real quiet real fast. Yeah. So, yeah, child. Um, so That's crazy. I really, I mean, I've always liked him, like back, back, back in the day when we was teenagers. But I really, really, really like Dwayne The Rock Johnson now because hmm. he told he told Madame Tussauds, "Bitch, I'm black. I don't know who this this wax figure is, but baby, we we gotta fix him." Yeah. So um, The Rock has requested changes being to be made to his wax figure. And he said, start, quote, starting with my skin color. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he posted and he said, I am. <clears throat> um. I knew my boy James Jefferson J had this rock statue in his roasting crosshairs because that's what men do. They talk shit. Um, he said, is this how y'all felt when y'all lost the little mermaid? Question mark. Legit belly laughed at this one. Now this one, he used the, the one finger emoji. I'm just going to go ahead and let y'all know every hand emoji that's in this statement from the rock. He used the, the brown ones. Not the not the black ones and not the light skinned ones, but the brown ones, like the, the black people ones. Um, he said, for the record, I'm gonna have my team reach out to our friends at Graven Museum in Paris, France. And I'm sure that's not how you say that, but in Paris, France, so we can work at updating my wax figure here with some important details and, and improvements, starting with my st- skin color. And next time I'm in Paris, I'll stop in and have a drink with myself. And oh. it just makes me think about remember when Beyonce's uh, wax figure first came out and she looked like yep. a white woman mm-hmm. yep. Rihanna when Rihanna's wax figure first came out look, looked like a white like it's just what? how they make them like why were they so light do they turn over time even, like, <laughs> but even have you been to Madame Tussauds here mm-hmm. you know they have the they have an older version of Whitney and they have a younger version they have uh, I want to dance with somebody Whitney yes that the I want to dance with somebody Whitney she's damn near white and she's looked like that since she came out. Like, since they brought, created it, debuted it, she's looked like that. And I just don't understand, like, at this point. And it's not like y'all can't do it. Because when a, when a, when a public figure says, y'all got this wrong, go back and do it again. Y'all go back and do it they again. Do so it's not it. Right. One, y'all go back and fix it. But then two, like, actors like Samuel L. Jackson, y'all ain't fuck his up. Oh, for real? Because he would have came in there. Y'all would have been a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> he would have hold on now <laughs> but yeah so the rock said uh fix it quickly he said if you don't fix it just send him send him back home <laughs> your, what, did, what did he used to say your jabroni your jabroni ass mm-hmm. back in the wrestling days what else you see this week girl so i'm kind of excited about this one hmm I said I'm kind of excited about this one. It's not anything bad per se, okay, but it's about Dwight Howard. <laughs> so, I mean, reading all the different articles, it was like, and I, 
<laughs> so the fact that, so one, he was not, he denied sexual assault charges by the man he met via Instagram. He claims all activity was consensual. And he's like, I'm just a little nasty. I didn't force him to do a threesome. Everything was consensual. But then that's not the, the craziest part of the story. Then he has somebody that's supposed to vouch for him named Kitty, the cross-dresser. You're telling me and it's, all new information outside of the threesome. <laughs> you, you, lie. Oh. you had me until the threesome. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's a person that's supposed to testify on his okay. behalf and it's a cross-dresser. Okay. Um, a man Drag that queen. wears women's clothes. Yes, that's how they described him in the article and his name mm. is Miss Kitty. Okay. And then I also thought like, because there has been issues within the basketball community about like, there was a situation at Coppin University where the assistant coach was um, blackmailing players to send him nudes and things of that nature. What? This, this was, this was like earlier this year. Yeah. Blackmailing them, but he catfished him, said that he was a woman and then told the players to do stuff with each other. Again, aside from the basketball court, your personal life should not be on full display. But when you do it in such a sneaky way where you're not living out loud, then that's when things get pulled in and things are called to question. Because he could very well just be an open, very open sexually, explore sexually. Maybe he's pansexual. Maybe he doesn't put a label on it. All he said was, I'm just nasty. Okay. Okay, sir. But. Yeah, I saw, I saw a post that was saying something similar. Like it's not, I don't think people, well, there are, I'm going to say, I don't think all people, there are some people who, you know, are homophobic or whatever, but for the most part, people who are understanding and open and have an open mind and, you know, things like that. It's not the fact that you are having sexual, you know, relations with men. The part that a lot of people are hung up on is the internalized homophobia because Mm. of the way that you're acting out in this way but also um even though right now you know allegedly he has you know sexually assaulted somebody that's also the part that really kind of like gives me pause because because of that internalized homophobia you are going to be less I mean, you should be more conscious conscious about like right. getting consent and making sure everyone agrees, but because you're battling with yourself, I highly doubt you are more intentional about making sure that everybody knows what's going on and everybody has consent and all that stuff cuz mm-hmm. from the article that I read today, it was basically saying that Dwight Howard gave non-consensual oral sex to another man. And I think it's the young man that he was texting. However, the other person that's involved in the situation, who is Kitty, that's the witness that's being called forth on Dwight's behalf to share that it was consensual. But I think also in the moment of passion and intimacy, you might not be open ear to hear a no, I don't want to do this no more. I, Sorry, I'm uncomfortable. You might not be ready to hear that. And I can see you forcing yourself on somebody. Yeah. That's a big nigga. Dwight Howard. What is he? 7'2"? Child, I don't know. But he's, you know, 
them shoulders is big. That's all I know. They wide. They, mm-hmm. oh, baby. They are yeah. wide. Look at me touch my shoulders. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like, man, you can't even live your life openly. He's six get shit and get the consent that you, and get the consent that you need. Six ten. Yeah. Oh man. No wonder why the man is mad. He probably got big hands and big feet. He was like, I don't want to do this. I want off this ride. That's a big ride. Exactly. <laughs> he probably said, I ain't prepared for this. My jaw mm-hmm. hurts. I ain't chewing my gum. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> that's a tip. <laughs> and more. <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode. I think I'm candy high. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, in more fuck nigga news, Kanye fuck West is fighting. Yeah, I know. Kanye West, our favorite person, is fighting a $2 million lawsuit over alleged unpaid bills for his presidential run as he announced that he no longer wants the job as president. I'm not going to read all of this to y'all. The short version is most, you don't have to know all about politics to know that when you decide that you want to run for president, you hire a team. You get a campaign manager. There's all these people who are working for you. There's all these people who donate money to you and you're expected to pay, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, And there's a Texas based marketing, digital marketing firm, Um, who is seeking the $2 million in unpaid bills after it spearheaded Kanye's last-minute campaign during the 2020 election, um, which I didn't understand this. And outside of the whole him not paying a $2 million bill, this is the part that had me like, wait a minute, what? Um, For his last-minute campaign during the 2020 election cycle that garnered 70,000 votes nationwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 70, what the 000. fuck, y'all? <laughs> Seventy. Why would y'all do that? Seventy thousand people. Seventy thousand of y'all niggas thought it was okay to vote him into office. Seventy. See me after class. <laughs> I like after. I mean, I got the rest of the notes for to be able to talk about on the episode, but I literally sat stuck. I was stuck at seventy thousand people. That's how many people was at the Beyonce concert. Bitch. 70,000 people. Were they humans? You got to be human to vote. They might have identified as werewolf. Child, 70,000 people. Are we? Look, this is the thing. We get on here. We talk. We talk our shit. We talk. We talk about what's going on in media. We even gave y'all the world news segment, motherfuckers. Y'all, y'all ain't y'all ain't paying attention to y'all zooms. Y'all ain't paying attention to nothing. It's bigger than the presidential election. You want some shit to change? Kanye can't change it for you. All he gonna do is start a choir and change all the hit '90s R&B songs and the gospel songs. The shit was lit. I promise. I was with it. But really, seventy thousand people. Yep. That 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 like 
fact, like that piece of data is right there on the list with, what was it, 56% uh, of white women voted for Donald Trump. Those two are like neck yep. and neck for me. Like, what? Yo, this is going to be, this is going to be in future textbooks. That's... <laughs> Rap artist that was mentally unstable, Kanye West, received 70,000 votes in the... Tw- <laughs> what? Okay. 70, I, like I said, I, was, I could not believe it. 70,000 people? That's a lot just, of people. Y'all must not like y'all sales. Anywho. Oh, no. What you see this? What you see this? <laughs> that stressed me the fuck out. Again, we, we talked about it before. Live within your means. Um, mm. There's no po- there's no point in you robbing Peter to pay Paul. So um, basketball wife, British Williams, was recently sentenced in St. Louis to four years for prison, in prison for fraud. Um, now, why would she do this? Because she was trying to keep up with, with a lifestyle that she did not have. As you know, most of the basketball wives ain't with basketball players anymore. So I'm pretty sure she felt pressured. She actually recorded this season of Basketball Wives, which I didn't even know there was a new season, while out on bond. for From 2017 to 2020, she had done enough um, frauding. And I know we make jokes about scamming and stuff, but they are literally just jokes where she was getting $150,000 a year in additional to whatever she was being paid doing appearances and things of that nature. The reason why I say this is like a horrific crime because not only is your life affected but she has a young daughter so she's going to be separated from her child she i'm pretty sure she hurt other people by getting social security numbers from random folks and send up businesses in their name and collecting money like again we need to what figure other things out you should should have used your brain for good you could have started started an e-commerce business you could have sold t-shirts online off your platform you could have bought in bulk from aliexpress and sold clothes girl a bundles but no that's what you did yeah so interestingly enough today in, in class we were talking about um obviously theory but we were saying um the way media plays into like the way people view the world um, and the, the theory that we were specifically talking about was like violence on television and like the idea mm-hmm. that the more violence you see, the more you believe that the world itself is violent. So people who like watch a lot of true crime, they're the type of people who um, are going to think that there's a killer at every corner and they are going to check underneath their car before they get in the car because someone's going to slash their ankles. Right. Um, but my professor, you know, took it a step further and he, he took it into social media. And I said that in general, the American dream is, you know, you're born, you go to elementary school, you go to middle school, you go to high school, you go to college, you get the degree, you get the job, you get married, you have the kids happily ever after, right? That's what we have been taught. That's what we've been socialized to believe. However, the way this fucking economy is, that is not the obtainable dream anymore, right? But because that's what we're so socialized to believe, when you see people who get the house, when you see people who get the job or perceived to get the house, perceived to get the job, perceived to get the car, you're keeping up with the Joneses. Like you have this this un you know unchecked desire to keep up with people so that you can save face when 
nine times out of ten, as we can see, somebody you're keeping up with is a fucking fraud. That part, like, come on, be happy with the blessings that you are given. You have the same 24 hours in the day that Beyonce does. Do something. Make something great out of yourself. Live in your purpose. Fraud and folks ain't in your purpose, girl. Yeah, that's yikes. So I don't feel bad, but it's kind of like, are we putting this out here to the public? Are we telling kids that are watching these shows now? Like, hey, I know y'all watching watching British get into such and such on this show, but y'all know she's going to prison, right? Because she's, she's a dummy. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I will say this, this string of um, reality stars and them going to prison is more so, I guess, for lack of better words, written into the storyline than it was for like our reality TV. Oh, so okay. like, you know, as much like Blueface and Kashan and things like that, like we've seen them have to go to court. We've seen them, you know, have to pay restitution. We've seen like. So, yeah, I do think that they are seeing the consequences, but it's uh, it's also a little too a little too or too little too late because this is also the same generation of, of kids who grew up on love and hip hop, who grew up on For the Love of Ray J, who grew up and they what do they see? They see girls flipping tables and throwing drinks at each other. And so this is the behavior that they do. This is something else we talked about in class. This is the behavior that they yeah. do as teenagers. And then they get into adulthood and they think that that's how you solve conflict instead of sitting down and communicating. And now you flipping tables and throwing drinks and maybe you in the club and you mess up some, you mess up these people's shit. They going to send you to jail right. and they want, then they want you to pay some money. That part, give me my shit. With your twenty four thousand dollars a year, cause you work at Foot Locker. Like, <sighs> sit down somewhere. I'm just saying. I'm like, at seventeen, hey, that part, like, ain't Shani like a pastor's wife, ma'am? Is she? Yes, he's mm. a mega preacher. Oh, well, still. that explains it. She's bored. Nah, she seemed like she having a good time. They just did an old school Sunday that she wanted to do. So, and he be making sense. He's a, I would say he's a good pastor. Hmm. Interesting. Keon Henderson, that's his name. Mm. Um, I've tuned into a few of their, uh, of their services. Their live streams. When I'm at Bedside Baptist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you. What up, girl? So, you know, you like to travel and stuff, right? I what do. would you do if you returned from your vacation to find that your house was demolished by mistake? <laughs> because get back on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> because Susan Hodge, Hodgson um, had to come up with an answer to that question. Um, her longtime family property ended up in a pile of rubble. Um, she, of course, is upset. The house has been boarded up for 15 years, but not boarded up and looking shabby. It's boarded up to keep homeless people out. They keep up with the lawn. They keep up with like the, the trees. Trees are cut. Grass is cut. The only thing that would make someone you know, potentially believe that the house is abandoned is that they keep the windows and stuff boarded so squatters and X, Y, and Z don't go into the house. Well, um, her neighbor called her, um, basically was like, hey girl, uh, 
you called to have somebody come tear the house down? And she was like, no. And so then the neighbor said, well, girl, they're tearing the house down. And so she went over there and she was like, uh, you, what you doing? You tearing the wrong house down. And he told her, mind her motherfucking business. And so she's called. Oh. She called her back and said, girl, he told me to mind my motherfucking business. So she called her brother and her brother went over there and was like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? And the guy was like, I have this permit. And he pulls out the permit shows to show it to the brother trying to be right and what ended up being loud and wrong it was like oh i'm at the wrong address gets back in his little demolished truck and goes on his way house gone Mm -hmm. so who's financially responsible for well before i answer that question i want you to guess what city and state this is in okay wait 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 the house is boarded up taxes Mm -hmm. are paid the yeah the house it's a family home they've had it for quite some time quite some time Mm -hmm. but it's been boarded up for the last 15 years yes um i'm i'm feeling like it's either mississippi or georgia it is in georgia okay correct atlanta Mm -hmm. yep because they're doing a lot of building in atlanta currently okay Uh uh-huh yeah Damn. yeah so was it on the belt line like because i know that's a big thing they're doing a lot of demolishing some of the older homes in atlanta because i did read that in one of my little real estate magazines because they're building up the area to like they're mm. gentrifying the black areas of course they are um they didn't say whether or not they um lived on the belt line but the company that's responsible is called you call it we we haul it um mm-mm, both mm-mm. yeah so fox five and fox five or fox is channel five in georgia just like it is here or in atlanta just like it is here so fox five has reached out to the company obviously for interview um the hodge the hodgson family has reached out to be like what the fuck um from my understanding she has you know gotten an attorney and stuff involved but basically nobody can get any anything from you call it we call it Cause you call it, you haul it sounds like if you in a bind call Sal type shit. <laughs> it don't sound real. It sounds fake. They doing illegal stuff. Yeah. You call yeah. it, we haul it, they hauling bodies. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So I saw That's that and I was saying, you know, for us, like we, we've talked about this before with other people who, you know, companies have tried to buy them out and things like that to build whatever on it but like and Ashley said this when she was on the episode the thing the thing that you can have as a black person is real estate land like at this point the way shit is going like you need that you need need that investment yeah so when I saw this my heart just broke because it's like not big mama house (sighs) and now I understand why certain families and family older family homes even though the home is run down Mm-hmm. they'll still put somebody in that house like you stay here yeah like free free rent whatever get on your feet we keep the house open the lights will stay on mm-hmm. and i know that how families do that yeah. again i've talked about it again put your family home in a trust <sighs> makes yeah. it easier but and again, at that point once you didn't have the house that long the, you just all you gotta do is pay the property tax that's it's it. not like you're doing property tax and mortgage that's it. Just pay the property tax. Make sure it look nice. 
And yeah, that's what she said. They they keep up with the lawn. They there's you know it's Georgia, so they got big trees. They keep up with the trees. They do right, they have they do, to. Mm-hmm. They do everything else. The only thing they do, they have the windows boarded so squatters don't go in the home. And then that's the thing. They probably even thought like this is a family home. This home has history. Babies were birthed in this home. Children were raised here. There are pictures in this home hanging on the walls. Probably the home probably isn't completely empty. Yeah. It is a family home. Yeah. We will come here, even though no one has lived here in the last 15 years. Who says we don't come to that area? Yeah. She's that's what, family. that's what her brother said. The house isn't abandoned. It's just nobody was nobody actually actively lives in it every single day, but it's not abandoned. The house is taken care of. It ain't like it's falling apart. It wasn't like the paint was chipping. No. <sighs> that is so sad. Yeah, girl. Hmm. I'm sorry for you. What else you see this week, girl? So, okay. Again, another another scammer. Oh Lord. Not another scammer. Okay, so DJ Envy. Did you know that? Girl, this podcast. I heart can't get them episodes down fast enough. <sighs> so back to the one, I think her the comedian's name is Tanaka. Mm-hmm. Um, where she's like, Envy, I want to get one in. I want to mm-hmm. get one of your homes. And mm-hmm. then he was like, I don't have homes. I rent out rooms. So you the slumlord. So how you making money off the home? <laughs> like she was legit asking questions, and he couldn't so make it. He couldn't make it make funny. sense. He was stuttering. Caesar, Caesar Pena is the again. It's a Ponzi scheme. So Caesar Pena was the guy over it. That's why there's an ongoing investigation. Caesar has also put out a a live video saying. Y'all blaming the wrong person. DJ Envy ain't had nothing to do with it. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. He was a part of it. He's always talked about doing these real estate tycoon classes and things of that nature. He's he's talked about it in several settings, talking about generational wealth or intergenerational wealth. And, you know, we need to put our names on stuff. But how are you putting people's names on stuff if you're just flipping houses and renting out rooms? But I digress. So, did DJ Envy actually get fired? Child, I don't know. I think so. Because that's what that was the last thing that I heard, that DJ Envy had gotten fired from Breakfast Club. I've not been tuning into the Breakfast Club because I've been trying to catch up on all the other things I'm supposed to catch up on in life. So, I haven't tuned in this week, but then I'm like, damn, DJ Envy. First, it's Tyree saved your marriage, and then he got inappropriate with your wife, and then it was like F. Tyrese, and now it's like... Mm, look at that you're going down buddy jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) jiminy crickets like and it's kind of like you also have to be mindful of who you get into partnership with like caesar pinna like yes he had investors and yes he was misappropriating millions and millions of dollars envy you were a part of that so you too are guilty until proven innocent so um, Pena was arrested on the 20th, October 20th, and he was charged with wire fraud. DJ Envy is willing to cooperate against Caesar, um, according to his lawyer. So DJ Envy, ain't no way you coming back from that. Since Angela left, the Breakfast Club ain't been the same. Man, well, Angela left. Charlemagne got his own show. They don't, at this point, they, they really don't need it. I was about to say, they don't need the damn Breakfast Club. They do not need a child. Mm. So it's kind of like, what were the seminars about? Like, I have questions. Can anybody talk about what they 
what they learned from the seminars? <laughs> I have yet to see anybody say um, that they learned anything. But I think I think at this point, if anyone was to come out, they would probably be worried about being called a dummy. So they're not going to say that they went. Well, shit. Somebody had to get some type of property. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe they he really was the slumlord. I, I believe it. I really fucking believe it, sir. <sighs> well, speaking of um, someone teaching someone something, uh, Jay-Z said... It's all there. Yes. I don't, don't come and have dinner with me. Take the money because how long has he been rapping? 20 some, 30 some years. Um, he said, it's, it's all there. If you listen to the records, listen to my songs, pay attention to the lyrics and really take them for what they are. Every, he said, everything that I said I was going to do, I did it, but I said yep. it in my songs first. And then I went and went and did it. So, uh, Jay-Z said he's he's tired of y'all niggas having this conversation. He don't want to have dinner with y'all raggedy asses. Take the money. <laughs> go buy. He literally told Gil, he said, take the money, go buy my CDs, and go listen to the music. It's all right. there. And I find it very funny that now, like, Rick Ross has come out saying why he would have dinner with Jay-Z. Ray J, nigga, Jay-Z wants you to take the money, Ray. Invest in Raycon. That's all. Y'all niggas don't be listening. He even said, like, you got to take the money. What am I going to say? He's basically like, what am I going to say that I haven't already told y'all? Like, I didn't told y'all what I did. Right. Which also takes me to what I've been saying to my friend group when I was talking about Beyonce and everybody. He's like, when you ain't getting visuals, she she told y'all. She's been saying it in the lyrics. She's been telling us from day one in captions. What did she say? In captions and in interviews, <laughs> she told us the name of the. She told us the name of the album, th- two Before years ago. Yes, yeah, that is true. So they they are they have both husband and wife. They are letting you know we don't want to have dinner with y'all. We are giving you the blueprint. Even like if you go back and watch old Beyonce interviews where she says like, "I just want to you know I want to travel the world. I want to be on my yacht with my husband and my kids." But okay. What what does Beyonce do when she ain't working and don't want to be bothered by us? Her ass be on a on a boat somewhere far away. Yes, she where, got, where people got to use in the fucking ocean, right? Where where paparazzi got to use uh lenses as long as my goddamn arm arm to get a clear shot. Take the money, he said. Take the money. <sighs> but will y'all niggas take it? I would. Mm. I was. I was taking. It I, anyway. I would definitely take. You ain't got. I was gonna take the money regardless. Right. What else you see here? I was gonna say you can send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so Blueface, oh, Blueface, our favorite rapper that no one knows. Um, what music he has out right now in rotation? He has been ordered to pay a Vegas strip club thirteen million dollars after shooting. So um, he was sentenced to three years of probation for an incident outside of Euphoric Gentlemen's Club. It is now closed. As you know, we can't keep strip clubs, urban strip clubs open in Las Vegas for reasons like this. Um, But yeah, now he has paid $13 million to the strip club. Well. So, Tatiana that, nigga. Guess him and uh, what's her name not going to have that wedding because you know he just proposed to her, right? He did propose to baby Stevie. Oh no, her name's Jada. Jaden. Right? 
I thought that was the baby's name. Mm, okay, maybe I don't know her name. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she signed that record deal with Columbia Records, so maybe they can get an advancement on her future music. Perhaps. $13 million advancement? Nah, I don't know. He just need to uh, go ahead and file for bankruptcy. Because we know you ain't got it. Unless you do something crazy with Krishan, like, I don't know, get her name tattooed on your forehead? Doubt it. Okay, well, that ship has sold. <laughs> <laughs> Jay-Z was my last one. You got anything else? Um, The last one that I have is uh, that crazy... The man, the fo- the former football player, Sergio Brown, he was charged with his mother's murder. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a moment of pause. What? So, I don't know if you remember, it was a while ago, Sergio Brown was in another country. Mm-hmm. And his mom was found deceased. And they didn't know what happened. And he didn't want to come back from the other country. He's like, I didn't have anything to do with it. Now he has been charged. So somebody so, did their blues clues and found out that he was guilty. Yep, basically. So he is to face first degree murder and concealment of a dead body charges in connection to the 73 year old mother's um, murder. So what? He was on vacation when they found her body. But what a suspicious time to take a vacation. So when you return, <laughs> when you return back from vacation, <laughs> I didn't think it like, damn, if I kill somebody, I, w- I too would go on vacation. <laughs> the fuck? So when he returned from his vacation, he was in San Diego. So he was transported from San Diego to Illinois after he tried to evade the charges by hiding out in Mexico. So he was in Mexico for a while. Like the videos were funny. Like, he would post videos while in Mexico. I was like, I ain't got nothing to do with my mama's death. I'm in Mexico living life. Trying to kill her. Like, yo, you sound real guilty right now. I suggest one of these federalities take your phone. But no, he was all on the, all on the screen. Like, they was like all in the video. And then he was um, telling people where he was. Like, Mexico City, Mexico. Like, he was tagging the location. Nigga. You niggas need therapy. Not only do you need therapy, but... You can't get away with shit. Why are you putting your location? If your passport ain't going to let you go to another country, why are you even bother? So. Survivor's remorse is a motherfucker. Just, or survivor's just bill, Crazy. So, Wild. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm, what's crossing my brain is the um, Oedipus complex. Oh, Oedipus, Oedipus. Yes, yes. I love it. that story. Yeah, it's a little kinky. Little nigga was banished, and then found out you you had to be banished because you was gonna marry the queen and kill your father. And guess what you did? You found your mama and fucked her, and then you killed your daddy. That's the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> it is. It is. But I mean, that shit used to be like what? Yeah, they were real dirty back then. Mm-hmm. Before Game of Thrones was Game of Thrones, child. Well. <laughs> well. 
when do when do House of Dragon come back? I don't know. The actors is on strike. They still wait. The actors, the actors are, are yeah. The actors are. The writers got what they wanted. The actors are still on strike. Well, shit. Yeah. Which makes this whole because you know Wes Craven he just uh, released that new movie, and it the for the well I won't say for the first time but one of the very few rare times in Hollywood when they needed Native American actors they actually casted Native American people and so this is one of the rare times where all of the people who are Native American in the film are actually Native American and because the actors are on strike they can't promote the movie. So here we are again in a situation where Native Americans are silenced and overlooked because they can't promote movie. What's the name of the movie? Uh, Tears of the something. Hold on. Hold on. Tears of some flowers or something. Crying like moon. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It came out this week. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to go see it. Yeah. They gave people at work a bunch of free tickets. I was like, what is this? Yeah, it has Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Who is, you know, he's finally starting to look old. About time. I know. I used to have, when I was younger, like middle school younger, I used to have a crush on Leo. Was you mad at Kate for letting him fall into the ocean? No. Oh, okay. Well, there you have it. I was actually a little more creeped out because you know that when he floats down to the bottom, they like do an aerial shot. He's all like frozen. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little creeped out. Cause like mm. in general, the ocean isn't that clear, and then at night it ain't that clear. So how y'all do that? That's that was that was twelve year old me. <laughs> Somebody ain't making no sense. Yeah, I was also deathly afraid of the ocean at that time. I'm also still kind of afraid of the ocean, but I was like deathly afraid of the ocean around that time. Like I I'm okay with the ocean, but if I get too far far out where I see the buoys, I'm like. Bitch, what did you doing? Yeah, snorkeling for the first time was a little difficult. I had to like nam your rogeko. It is scary. I did one of those. Never forget it. In bah- in the Bahamas, they had the little individual little snorkels that you sit in, and mm-hmm. then we sit on top. And something was wrong with mine, and they kept sinking me to the bottom. And the man was swimming was like equalizer, equalizer. I was like. Y'all gotta take me back up. Just the wrong one. And the motor was going dead. And they had to put me in a whole nother little contraption. But it was pretty when all was said and done. But I was like, y'all was really trying to take me to the bottom. And he's like, I never take you to the bottom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm, never mm. mind. That was, that was, that would, I got, I'm claustrophobic. I'd have been like, nope. All right. That's a wrap. Yeah, it was like your whole head was encased and it's like smiling. We like, <laughs> oh, like that video, cookies. that video, and it's like the Titanic sank with ninety six boxes of wine on it, and it's that lady on that little bike thing, and she riding down to the bottom. That's what you talk about. Yeah, yeah, no, nah. I'll hold y'all backpacks. I wonder if KK got that picture somewhere. She probably does. She probably do somewhere. I mm. mean, that was a wild time. Now watch, she gonna tell a girl, girl what's up we, with that. We gotta do that again. <laughs> girl, what's up with that? I said, watch her to now. She gonna find a picture and tag girl. What's up with that? She should. <laughs> wait, wait. Depending on what swimsuit I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh man, 
we have had some times getting getting my tatas in a swimsuit once. I once listen. <sighs> Shout out to your friends. <laughs> my friends? No, I'm just saying friends in general. Oh, I'm like my friends? Yeah, shout out to your friends. We See, girl, girl code, girl code. Yeah. Listen, I, I didn't help. I didn't, I didn't help lift a titty or two in my life. And and we didn't, we didn't have a full conversation. Now, you know, you didn't need no triangle bathing suit. Where you thought you was going to put your titties in this unsupported bathing suit. I just was going to walk around the beach. <laughs> I mean, as long as your nipples is covered. They were. Okay. And that's all that and that was basically the only thing that was covered. So listen. You I confident like you confident I, her? I really didn't care. Okay, um, girl, what's up with that? Sensual seduction. <laughs> Sensual seduction. Um, <laughs> this episode, we're talking about sexy and seduction. So I'm going to change my voice. I was going to say, not you putting on your girl six voice. <laughs> I always wanted to be a phone sex operator. That doesn't surprise me about you. That does yeah. not. That tracks. Um, well, two things have happened. But I know a number week. y'all can call 702. No, I'm messing with y'all. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> last week, on last week's episode, when you're talking about Girl Code, I mentioned something about not every woman is inherently sexy. Like when you think of the word Correct. sexy, what comes to your mind as sexy, not woman. Every woman is like that type of sexy. And so then, you know, the universe and, you know, the energies and stuff as they be gets to like to have funny jokes. And then I was presented with um, some random, a random text message from my sister Leslie, um, who brought up uh, in short, she didn't realize this is what she was bringing up, but she brought up um, the um, archetypes of seduction. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, the Art of Seduction. Um, a lot of people are familiar with the book, The 48 Laws of Power. Um, it's super yes. popular. Everyone talks about it all the time, about how it's like the book you have to read if you want to conquer. Um, it's like men's Roman Empire, grr, knives, fight, war, roar, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, boo, we don't care. Um, that was a very hard book to read. Yeah. Did I tell you I went on a date where we were reading The 48 Laws of Power? You read the book on the date? Uh, I think we went through law like five and six. On the date? Yeah. When are you going to make Virginia's dating quarter? Because I feel like you just, like the stories are, I'm never, listen, I'm sure that based on the stories that you would tell, I mean, not that I had any plans on ever going back to the streets, but (laughs) you would solidify. Let me tell you about the streets. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It, it's coming, guys. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Ooh, I just okay. gotta make up names and stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, but the same, the same author of the Forty Eight Laws of Power, um, Robert Greene, he wrote yes. a book called The Art of Seduction. Yes. And he so, did. 
in that book, he talks about um, archetypes and, you know, there's nine, well, 10 basically, but nine different archetypes. And based on um, these archetypes, you know, it tells you like what type of person you are first and foremost, um, just in general, but then how you seduce people, but then also how people find you attractive. And you know me, y'all, I love a good quiz. Oh, I love a good quiz. So yes. I wish you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) If it ain't a book, it's a quiz. Um, So of course, yes, the links to the quizzes are in that spot. Y'all know where to find them. Take a little quizzy quiz. But I wanted to talk about those because I know whenever I say like not every woman is sexy, like in like that inherent sexy, it some women get offended. Like people get offended. Like, what you mean? I'm not sexy. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. not saying it from a level of like, like, I don't want it to sound like, you know, superiority or like, bitch, you just, you're bland, you're vanilla. No, there's just different mm-hmm. there's levels to this shit, right? So today we're going to go over uh, the different archetypes and then we're going to wrap up. Normally we tell y'all our results at the beginning. We're going to wrap okay, it up. We're going to wrap it up with the results. Because I had questions. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I want you to mm-hmm. tell me about the archetypes. I had look. I, I have it. Okay. Okay. I have both of them, but it's like, wait, I'm confused. No worries. And I'm gonna let y'all know now. There are two different tests. I suggest taking both of them. Um, mm-hmm. and I do have a PDF copy of the book, but I don't want to get um in trouble for copyright. So y'all gonna have to go find the book on your own. <laughs> Yeah, y'all could Google it. Yeah, y'all could Google it. Y'all could go to Barnes & Noble, Amazon. But I'll give y'all a link because I'm not going in trouble for copyright. Um, We ain't going to jail for nobody. Right. So the first um, archetype is the siren. And the siren, the short version of the siren is what we think initially. Like, oh, she's sexy. She's... She's just va va boom. Like men are drawn to her. She walks into a room and she turns heads. Like that is the siren. Or what we also know sirens to be, you know, they were the mermaids that would sit on the rocks and they would sing the song and draw the sailors in and then the ship would crash. Okay. So <laughs> temptation, <laughs> temptation, um, just, you know, I, I don't want to say stereotypical, but what comes to mind when you think uh, siren. So as for women, The siren is the ultimate male fantasy figure because she offers a total release from the limitations of a man's life in her presence, um, which is her presence is always heightened and it's usually sexually charged um, unintentionally. She's just who she is. Um, Men feel transported to a realm of pure pleasure um, and usually in a world where women are told to, you know, sit there, be quiet, speak when you're spoken to, how dare you be sexy? How dare you be sexually liberated? The siren is like, fuck that. This this pussy got power, okay? I'm gonna do what I want to do. So that is the siren. The next one um, is the rake. If you have watched um, the first season of Bridgerton, you hear um, the word rake used in reference to, I cannot remember his name on Bridgerton. I only know his name in real life. The black, the black uh, husband. I don't know his name. Okay. Well, y'all know who, y'all know who I'm talking about. He was only on season one. Yeah. Um, so 
that we hear him talk about being a, you know, he's a rake and he's like a bachelor and he just does whatever he wants to do. That's how it's just, that was how the word was used back in, you know, 18, whatever. But as far as the art of seduction, the rake in terms of women, um, women who are described as rakes, they never feel quite desired and appreciated enough. Um, they want attention, but usually the men that they are attracted to are often too distracted and unresponsive. Um, I will also say probably emotionally unavailable. So you, so rakes usually find themselves um, attracted to men who are emotionally unavailable. Um, however, the rake is a great female fantasy figure. Um, when he, when a man does desire a woman, he usually finds himself attracted to a rake because he doesn't have to get emotionally involved. He can just get in, get out. He knows he's not going to develop any feelings. He can just get what he wants. Um, and you know, it'll be brief. He may wine and dine you initially what we like to call love bombing, but once he gets what he wants, yes, out mm. done. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next is the ideal lover. Um, and this one is, I don't want to say like your cookie cutter, but kind of cookie cutter. So most people have dreams in their youth that get shattered or worn down with age because life be life in. Um, okay. And, you know, that. you know, you find yourself disappointed by people and events and reality and all of those things. Um, but usually the ideal lover um, is what I like to for my Sex in the City fans. The ideal lover is what I like to call the Charlottes of the world who like they just believe in romance and someone's going to just come in and sweep them off their feet. Um, reminds me of that episode where Char- Charlotte's like, where is he? My hair hurts. <laughs> um, yeah, so. If you long for romance, if you love adventure, you love lofty spiritual communion and connection, the ideal lover will reflect what you want back to you. Um, They will provide that space for you to feel safe um, and reflect whatever your fantasy is, whatever your ideal is, they'll be able to provide that space for you. Um, They're usually an artist and they like creating the illusion and the fantasy that you require to feel loved and feel feel safe and all of that so that is um the ideal lover they also have a limitless seductive power so that's the ideal lover next is the dandy um we all feel trapped in like what you feel like you're expected to be um Mm -hmm. especially as black women like we're expected to be strong we're expected so things like that um So when we want to be soft, it's like, whoa, what's that? Um, The dandy um, are people who are like a lot more fluid and they create their own persona. Um, Dandies usually excite people because you can't really categorize them. This is something that I would also say is like a little androgynous. Mm -hmm. Um, A good example. I don't know if they are a dandy. Actually, no, that was not the name of that song. Was that the name of the song? A good person who I would describe just visually as a dandy would be Jendaya. 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 That's how you say his name. Jendaya. Um, he would be a hmm. good visual representation <clears throat> of a dandy. Um, 
And so, you know, they can't really be char- character. Prince too, like he wore heels and eyeliner, but okay. women was throwing women was throwing their panties up to him, right? So he's not something, or he or, he or she, and even with women, um, they're not something that you can really categorize. They play, you know, with both the masculinity and femininity, and their fam, their fashion, and their personal image. Um, another good example would be Ruby Rose, the white Ruby Rose, not the rapper Ruby Rose. Um, she's another one oh. who from Orange is the New Black. She's another one who would fit into this category. Um, they're definitely ambiguous and they have a really alluring presence. Um, so usually someone like, especially <clears throat> if you know that you're heterosexual, but then you, for example, like a Ruby Rose, you look at Ruby Rose, you're like, I know I like niggas, but this, uh, this bitch is fine. She's, she's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So that's, that's the category of the dandy. Next we have the natural. Um, the natural embodies the longed for qualities of, you know, your childhood. They love the spontaneity, the sincerity, the being unpretentious, um, being in the presence of a natural, you feel at ease and you feel caught up in their playful spirit. Um, you're transported to, you know, what we would consider like a walk down memory lane. Um, a lot of the people who have the natural archetype, um, they tend to, they tend to neutralize people's defenses, and um, and they just have they're just happy. They're sun. They're literally like walking sunshine. They're the color yellow. <laughs> like so, that's the natural. So you usually when you have the natural archetype, people literally like their their walls come down around you and they're you find people coming to you and just telling you their whole life story and you're like I don't sir ma'am I don't I don't know you (laughs) um next is the coquette um the coquette is that sounds like a dessert (laughs) it's French (laughs) so I can say I see I see how you could say that. Um, the coquette, coquette, excuse me, has the ability to like delay satisfaction um, in a way of like, just like the true seduction. Um, so a, a very famous and inf- or infamous coquette was Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so she keeps, they, they, when you're a coquette, you keep your men waiting. And so like when they're like, this is the one, this is the girl who like, not just I'm making them wait 90 days. Like you can go on 12,000 days with me, honey, and you're still not getting none. And I know you're still going to keep coming. That is, <laughs> that is the coquette. <laughs> um, and, you know, even in that waiting, the, the, in the book, they say the victim, but the person there, the person that, you know, interested in them. They're just totally enthralled. Um, the coquettes are the grandmasters of the game. They orchestrate like a good back and forth and, you know, they play the tit for tat and they flirt okay. and they, yeah. So that's the coquette. They, um, they, one of the, one of the things that caught me, cause I've read this book before, like years ago. Um, one of the things that I always remember is like, they play, they bait you with like the promise of a reward and then you do whatever they want you to do. And they're like, haha, just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and even so the person that, you know, they have now trapped in their web of love, they're like, okay, I don't care. I'll do whatever you want. They just know that at some point, or they think at some point they're going to get some type of reward. Um, the next is the charmer. Um, charm is seduction without sex. Um, and I I think I'm saying it like that because we've all come across 
a man who you're like, you're very charming. Like if I didn't have self-control, we could go in the backseat right now. Like there we've come across Damn, people. We've like come that. across people like that. Right. Okay. But um, the sad part about charmers is they are the ultimate manipulator. <laughs> um, they mask their cleverness by creating, you know, like a mood of pleasure and comfort. Um, and honestly, what's, what makes for me, what makes uh, charmers so frustrating is that their tactics are so basic. They deflect attention from themselves and then focus it on your on the target. So they are truly predators. Like if you think about it in that aspect, like they a charmer is a true predator. Like if you if you com- if you compliment a charmer, they're like, oh no no no, that's not me. You're the beautiful one. Look at you. And they'll literally deflect anything. So then you're being you know showered in all this praise and adoration that it makes you fall for this person. Mm. Um, I've never seen the movie, but I've gotten enough to play by play. Um, a fall from grace. <laughs> he is a charmer. He is a charmer. Um, that shit was funny. <laughs> yeah, so true, true charmer. Um, they, you know, they learn you. They understand your spirit, and they feel your pain, mm-hmm. and they adapt to your moods. And when you're around a charmer, you just instantly feel better. And and the That's reality sweet. is, they don't really care about them, care about you because they are truly vain, and they only care about their self esteem. Yeah. So that's a charmer. Um, The charismatic charisma is a presence that, you know, really excites us. So we, especially now that we're getting older, you know, we always say like we, our favorite song is seeing black girls, you know, be their authentic self. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. So that's what charisma is. It comes, you know, it's an inner quality, it's self-confidence. It can sometimes be seen as like a sense of purpose or sexual energy, being content with yourself um, and Truth be told, a lot of people lack that. Um, And because they lack it, it sometimes also makes people feel uncomfortable. Um, But this is a quality that radiates outward. Like people who are charismatic, like they can't contain it even if they wanted to. Um, But because of that, it also draws people people in. So I would say like the um, charismatic person is the flame that the moth is drawn to. Um, They're usually... um, they have like an air of mystery to them. They make the smallest thing, the smallest thing seem extraordinary and superior. And like, it's just the best thing ever. Um, they learn to heighten their charisma um, with like their eyes, especially like when they're flirting or engaging, like in a more intimate way. So they'll, they have like mm-hmm. a really intense piercing gaze or they'll just be, you know, a little more mysterious and, sometimes answer questions with questions, which is very frustrating. Um, (laughs) But they do all of this, do everything that I just said while still remaining detached. They have no true interest in (laughs) the people that they show all this charismatic energy around. Um, And then we have the star. Um, You know, we all... you know, seek escape from just our day-to-day, you know, we want to daydream mm-hmm. and be off in la-la land. Um, and because we all want to escape from our mundane lives, stars feed on that energy. 
Um, okay. Yeah. So they are the ones who stand out. They have a distinct style. They have, you know, they're very appealing. They make you want to watch them. Um, but at the same time, they're very ethereal. They're very vague. They keep their distance. Um, they let you fill in the blank. So it's very much so like you can come up with this whole personality about someone and then the star would be like, I never told you that. Where did you, how did, where, when did I say that? I never, when did I tell you that? Um, they have a very dreamlike quality um, that usually works in your unconscious. Um, yeah, they are like walking, like glitter personified basically. Um, but they're extremely elusive and you don't really know too much about them. Um, and then we have the anti-seducer. The, these seducers draw you in by being focused and um, they individualize the attention that they pay to you. Anti-seducers are the opposite. Um, they're insecure. They're self-absorbed. They're unable to grasp, you know, the mindset and the thought process and the feelings of oh, another shit. person. The, they have no self-awareness. They never realize when they're pestering or imposing or they're talking too much. Um, and these are sometimes qualities that we all have within ourselves. So sometimes mm-hmm. you could, you can be, you know, a charismatic person, but then you get around certain people and you just, you start having word vomit and then you're now you're not sexy anymore. <laughs> like people don't find that attractive. Right. So the anti-seducer isn't necessarily an archetype. I think it, I would classify it as, you know, just something that sometimes we as human beings just do. So those are the nine, the nine, the nine. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. That's sorry, y'all. That was a lot of things. <laughs> no, it's not a lot of things. But also like, now this is where it gets confusing to me. Okay. Because you had us take two tests. I did. I had you take two because I realized the way that the young woman on the first um, website that I sent you, she wasn't necessarily breaking the, she like, she has 13, um, Mm -hmm. archetypes and those aren't necessarily archetypes. They're just more like seduction styles because the archetypes are the nine that I mentioned. So that's why I had you do both because it does tell you your archetype, but then it also tells you like your seduction style. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Well, I have different ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna. Okay, because I was very, I was very confused. Okay. Because the first one, it had a bunch of scores, mm-hmm. and then it told me what I was, mm-hmm. and then I went down to another one where my score was high because that's the dominant side. Mm-hmm. I said, "What the hell is this?" Yes, mine was blown. Mine was so, blown. I'm, and then they don't match. That's yeah. But okay, so they don't match entirely, or do they have similar traits between the two of them? Oh, they have similar traits between okay. the two. So yeah, um, so that you have a dominant the first exam, but then also doing the second exam, I'm something totally different. And I'm like, wait, I'm confused. Right, but on that second one, does it have similar qualities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah so right. yeah, so then you have a yeah, you have a dominant, and then you have a secondary, which is normal. Uh, okay. We're multifaceted people. I was like, what is wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you, girl. Okay, cool. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. Because yeah. the first one, I was like, 
I don't think I like this person whose name is listed. This sounds like somebody old, like a slave owner. But then I was like, okay, well, maybe I don't know who it is. Okay, now, what are your, child, what are your damn results? (laughs) So, (laughs) for quiz one, the seduction Mm -hmm. archetypes, Mm -hmm. I am, I fall in the category of my paper. (laughs) Oh, no, it's on my phone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I fall in the category of the lover, which is underneath siren. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they had listed Elizabeth Taylor. She had three husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridget Bardot. Bardot. Don't that, you don't know who Bridget Bardot is? No. Okay. Is she in black and white movies? Yeah. Yes. That's why I don't know her. Okay. And then Mae West. Mae West sounded like she owned some slaves. So I saw that and I was like, okay, I'm May, Okay. So Mae West, her one of saying a quote that she is known, like infamously known for is, um, if there are 10 men lined up outside my de- door, tell one of them to go home. I'm too tired. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's out of line. That's out of line. I don't think I want that one. Um, and then from that exam, the second one I was I felt in the category of the mother, which was the sensualist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And then like people they had listed, like Nia Long, Sophia Lauren, and Nigel Lawson. I was like, who are these people? Well, I know Nia Long. So I I can see that one more so with you. The mother. So I was like, huh, this is fascinating. And then on the other test, Uh the charismatic. Yes. Okay. Which makes sense for me. Yes. So the mother, the mother and the charismatic, those are your two. Okay. Yeah. That's your. Even though the first one, the lover was scored the highest. So they sit on that. That's why I said this first test, although she gives you really great information, I feel like were your numbers very close um yeah one was 71 and one one was 69 yeah (laughs) no pun intended (laughs) so because they're like they're that close i would say once you read it obviously you know you better than anyone else yeah i was like who are these people yeah so the mother and the and the and being charismatic knowing both of those those go in line with you yeah like i could see the mother part Mm -hmm. but then the siren i was like i don't want to be no loud ass mermaid but I could see in certain aspects, maybe it was because, again, the first quiz is 162 questions, y'all. Um, so maybe question 62. Well, so you're looking at the siren as it being a mermaid. Yeah. That's like not. A, well, no, it's a sex siren. Yeah, that's that's not all a siren is. A siren is the person who walks into a room and turns heads. A siren is usually the person that that makes other women uncomfortable just by her presence. I don't think I do that one. And then I don't feel that I give off erotic energy. As someone who is a siren, no, you do not. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I give off erotic uh-huh. energy. I, unintentionally, I remember I had a friend in high school tell me, this was in high school, by the way, had not had sex yet. Um, she told me like, you're walking sex. What? Yeah. In high school, I was highly offended, but now that I'm older, like, and have lived some some years, I understand it. it. Yeah, I get it. Why would you say that out loud? I'm a child, child. Oh, she was a child too. Mm. So, what are yours? 
So I am the lover, so the siren. Okay. Um, my second is the mystic, which is right there in line with that. And okay. then um, my overall is the still the siren, but the ideal lover, which makes sense because a siren provides the fantasy and the ideal lover creates whatever illusion that you need to feel safe. Okay, you illusionist. Let me right. find out. So if it was technically, technically, if I was not an introvert, I would be the perfect phone sex operator. For real? And mm-hmm. I would just do it just to hear him giggle. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, yeah. I like even not not just that, like phone sex operator, because it's providing a fantasy. But if I really I'm sure if I sat down and like really put my mind to it, I'm pretty sure I could write like a romance novel, like a, a good lusty romance. I'm sure I could do it. Because that's just how my brain works. Unintentionally, like yeah. But then also I kind of thought like as you were explaining, right, mm-hmm. the breakdown of the archetypes, mm-hmm. I was really thinking like, well, I think on the second quiz, something must have happened because I think I should have been a dandy. Mm, I wouldn't Because dandies are, th- because they to do socially. They do, but dandies are also, um, remember I just said, the category people who fall in the category visually, Jendea, Ruby Jendea. Rose, yeah, Prince. Like there, you don't have the androgynous. I don't, you. but I thought that'd be very interesting, though. Yeah, Just young. Like, what's interesting day. is when I like once I realized, like, was aware of like my sirenness. I used to try to dam- downplay it, and I used to pretend to be a dandy. So I used to be like, I was a major, really? mm-hmm, I was a tombu for, I used to call myself a tombu for the longest. So I would like, some days I would dress up and be girly and have on girls clothes. And then the next day I would literally have on boys clothes. Like, bo- like I would buy men's sweats. Like most of my sweats that I own and just wear around the house, they are men's sweats. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or like my hoodies, I get them in the men's section. Yeah. Well, men's hoodies are comfortable. They're way more comfortable. But at that time in my life, it was because I was so over being looked at as just sexy. Plus, you also think and about I my think job that's a at big the time. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, and people don't realize what that does to a child. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all know I'm still a fucking kid, right? Yeah. So, so like, it started yeah, in high school. On me. Yeah, it started in high school. I don't like that. And people would just like. People just thought just all kinds of things about me. And then once I got out of high school, being away from it for a really long time was really refreshing. And then mm-hmm. once I was able, a, like a bit better at like accepting it, then that's when I got out of wearing boys clothes and then obviously started working at nightlife. And then I was, by that time, I was able to, I knew what it was and I was able to use it in a way to work for me. Like a healthy against, way. Mm-hmm, not against me, but yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a siren. I know that. Which makes my mermaid tattoo that much more better. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Although she's not. I mean, she is a mermaid, but it's Oshun. But mm-hmm. still a mermaid nonetheless. Man. So saying all of these words to say, this is what I mean when I say not every 
woman, and I'm saying women because that's usually our listener mm-hmm. base, but just people in general, because the the art of seduction, um, when you whether you listen to the book or read the book, they like for example when they talk about the rake, he uses the pronouns he, but then when he talks about coquette, he uses the pronoun she. So it's very you know gender fluid and all of that. Um, but the, it just goes to show that like not every person has what we deem to be like pussycat dolls burlesque crazy horse in paris sexy like there's there's actual levels to this shit and it also is dependent on what the person in particular is attracted to and what they want because there are some people who they don't want the siren they don't want the girl who is turning heads every time she walks into a room they don't want that and I know that I've been in relationships with people who think they want it and then they get it and all hell breaks loose. So damn, like yeah. when you, never mind. When I say all hell breaks <laughs> loose, I mean like telling me that if I don't quit my job, we can't be together. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had that. I've, I've couple of guys that I've dated have, when I was working in nightclubs used to tell me that. And it's like, I wasn't a stripper. Like, sir, I have on three pair of underwear. And stockings, and two, two at minimum, three pairs of socks. Like nothing about me is gonna fall out. But yeah, I've had that been told that like if you don't, I can't date you. You you up there dancing on that box? Okay, well, guess we're not dating. That part, like, are you paying my bills? No, sir. I'm making fifty dollars an hour. Please leave me alone. A job. It's a job, and I'm working this one. Right. It's paying the bills. But are you surprised by your answers? How do you feel? Do you feel like it's going to change the way you move and groove and date and shake? Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. Do you feel, like, more self-aware? Oh, definitely more Mm -hmm. self-aware. Especially now that I understand it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then also, like, the energy that I attract. Right. I understand why. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't I don't think it's something I necessarily need to change. No. Did you find, yeah. were there things that, like, I don't want to say that you found things that you didn't know about yourself, but were there things that you were like, hmm, I never considered myself that way? Hmm. Yeah. When I was saying like the whole between the two first ones, this mm-hmm. the lover and the mother. I was like, mm-hmm. Wait, what is this? And how? I'm confused. Like I was like, huh? I can't see that. Right. But I again, I don't know what page I answered what question on. <laughs> that no. threw my scores off a cute off skew, but yeah, they were close. <laughs> No, it threw it off cue. <laughs> Something happened. I mean, you might have had that road that you know your the Gemini might have just popped out. And... It might have because the Gemini show was answering some new question. <laughs> it was it was it was late night. Virginia mm-hmm. answering some of them questions in the middle of the day, like oh, okay. mm. Mm. memory unlocked. <laughs> wow. Not memory alive. No, for real. Like, so just a thought that just popped in my head. And I said, oh, yeah. Definitely click. 
<laughs> but also, I would you know, say when you teeter in between the two, yeah. Oh, never. No, definitely. Never. Yes. But that I see. But see, this is why I like how I say like I love a good quiz. Majority of the things quiz wise that I brought to you know everyone's attention, it all boils down to like your personality and you know mm-hmm. who you are as your pers- a person and lived experience and even like. What you liked when you were in your 20s may change when you in your 30s. What you was doing when you, you know, was a hot, young, fresh tenderoni. That part. You may not be doing it no more now that you're 36, 37, 38. And I think that was the biggest thing because even in both of the quizzes, I think they did ask like your age. And I think like my mentality, because again, the first quiz, it gives you a breakdown of scores, Right. So my first quiz, even though it was still a breakdown, it's kind of like my mentality now at 36 is different. Mm-hmm. So my Huntress score is lower. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes sense. But this one is higher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're also like, you know, when you're, when you're young, like when we were young, we was going out because we wanted to find the niggas. We was outside. We called it nigga hunting. Right. Do y'all remember that? <laughs> He's outside. We going in tonight, right? Whereas now we like, child, give me a glass of wine and a good Let me sit movie. Sit down, listen to this music, right? And watch this movie. Dude, read I am book. fine, right? Nigga, you gotta find me. <laughs> I'm not looking. I keep telling y'all, shoot y'all shot. I'm telling you, and there's nothing wrong with shooting your shot. That that could be fun as well. But again, like no. I just came across another, like, a couple on TikTok who she, I think it's... Shot her shot? Yeah, she slid in his hands. Yeah. And they were together, I think, six months, nine months before they got married. They were long distance for four months. By six months, he moved to where she lived. And then within that, like, not even, I want to say, I'm saying nine months and I'm probably being generous, but they are now married and have been married. And see, that's how this shit's supposed to go. Look at Amber Riley. She shot her shot. With the new one? Oh, wait. She broke up with the one that she was engaged to? Yes. They're no longer together. The one that was with her on the Terrell show? In the music video, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I I blame the pandemic. But she did shoot her shot. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. And then she realized, oh no, I take it back. <laughs> and sometimes it'd be like that. So yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. But um, this was a cute little quizzy quiz. For it, the was. it was. It learning, was. Learning learning more about yourself is always the goal and the plan. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't you can't date someone or be with someone and not know who you are. So Correct. Yeah. So again, this is the book is called The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. Mm-hmm. You can find it at your local library. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Amazon, anywhere where books are sold. Yes. So take some time. Read the book. Yes. Read the book. Get to know yourself. Don't be offended about the things that you hear. Yes. Um, you might, not at all. Right. You might learn something new about yourself. And again, I mean, this this could have easily been something that we included in the relationship um, series, but it will also, like Virginia said, it showed her why she attracts the type of people that she mm-hmm. attracts. So this could also be a reason why you are attracting the type of people you attract or why people approach you the way that they do 
Um, I know for me, especially being a siren, because I exude sexual energy, I would often get people just say just crazy stuff to me. And instead of like being offended, I would just like literally look at them like dumbfounded. Like I would, I, I still do it now. Like when people say stuff like sexually to me, I look at them like I don't even know what a penis is. Like what? You want to what? So then that makes them feel stupid that like. You just said that to me. Like, why would you say that to me? Just rude. Just obnoxious. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I hope you guys learned something about yourself today on this episode. Yes, y'all. Don't get Make discouraged sure by the quiz. Are writing us. Are y'all answering the questions at the end of the episode? You know they're not. Are y'all talking back to us on Spotify? Do I need to come find y'all? You know she'll, she'll do it. I do. She don't got no problem talking to nobody. Yeah. As we have learned on this this week's episode. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Sorry. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Um, But yeah, share, you know, your thoughts. Let us know when you, if you get the book, tag us and let us know. Let us know if you're reading the book. The Art of Seduction is an easier easier read than the 48 Laws of Power. I ain't never, I'm not even going to try to read the 48 Laws. I'm going to find the cliff notes. Girl. I cannot believe on a date. On a date? Mm -hmm. Yeah. On a date, wow! I'm, since you brought it up, you mentioned it on the on the show, so now you know the uh, the. If they don't comment about nothing else, they gonna remind you that you said this and that you said you was gonna tell the story later. Oh yeah, I'll tell y'all later. I'll tell y'all later. Shoot, I will tell y'all now, but I don't want to. <laughs> and that's a good enough answer. So that's gonna wrap up this week's yeah. episode. Make sure you're following us on the socials. Share your favorite episode with your friends repost it let them know tell them have your have your friend girl take the quiz have your you know ask shit have your man take the quiz so y'all can figure out how you can do a little do some little extra fun in the bedroom okay maybe he's a furry (laughs) that that's not on the list okay he don't want to be fucked in the first place all right y'all bye (laughs) oh